All right, guys, welcome to our eighth episode of Insomnia. Today, we have a very awesome guest and a very interesting topic. Tyson, welcome to the show. Glad to be here. Awesome. And can you please introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Tyson. Uh, I'm originally from Hawaii. I came to Japan in 2004 after graduating university. Uh, thought I would stay for two, three years, but I'm still here. Uh, I guess the interesting thing is uh, I'm half Okinawan and uh, a bunch of other stuff. But that was the main reason I came to Japan. Uh, I have uh, two businesses in Japan. Both are, uh, uh, one is doing very well and the other one is very successful. Mm-hmm. It's a very big company. But uh, I think in the past I've appeared uh, to talk about business, but uh, for today I was, there's a topic that's kind of dear to me that I think has not been talked about. And I thought it would be an interesting topic to discuss. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Thank you for your introduction, Tyson. Um, you, we, we had a conversation last week and you told me something that really resonated with me and with my, you know, with my story as a person, with my background, with everything that I've seen before. And you said the road to hell is paved with good intentions, right? Something else yeah, that, that we famous dis- quote. Correct. Something else that we were discussing is about people having passions or causes. You know, everyone is passionate about something, whatever, equality, um, helping other people, um, whatever, you know, sustainability, global warming, whatever it is. But, and we always see this as a positive thing. You know, you need to have a cause, you need to have a, a passion. And people like Simon Sinek will be like, you need to have a why in your business, right? We usually focus on the positive, but then you said it's your passion. Oh, what I said was uh, the good, sometimes the best thing you can do to help humanity is have no cause. Exactly. And then is the cause that you have doing more harm than good. Now, we live in a society where everyone is saying, you know, you need to have a cause, you need to have a passion. Why do you think it's better to not have a cause? Um, for my reason, the best reason to not have a cause is I feel that if I were to go on social media, like, you know, I'll talk about like, oh, teachers need more raises or right. uh, there's this maybe some minor issue that happened to a foreigner. Then a lot of foreigners get angry about it. Like, I think the I think coming to Japan like they couldn't get in the country like that became a big uh, issue and uh, I think a lot of them are genuinely let's say they're important to the people who are involved but uh, back to the topic of having no cause Mm -hmm. if I avoid bringing up minor causes Mm -hmm. that leaves way for people with more important causes especially causes that reduce human suffering okay will have space to get attention okay so what do you think are these serious problems that you're talking about well what are these serious problems 
some of them is uh like especially right now like you know what's happening to the i sorry i don't know the pronunciation but the uyghurs or vigor yeah in china yeah. the persecution yeah. uh, you, you might use a more strong word or more accurate to destroy the situation but uh, i'll just use the word persecution sure i uh, you know other cases like uh child trafficking exploitation you know like the epstein case right which you don't really hear much about anymore but right this is a really serious case that really affects a lot of women and you know really damages them for life unfortunately and uh you know so there's some there's some of the race wars in africa Mm-hmm. Um, I would say even in Japan, you know, there's uh, issues with like unprosecuted rape cases. Right. Right. And so there's a lot of these issues that are impacting a lot of people, and it's really harming them, and causes a lot of suffering. But when I look at social media, you know, I'm mostly on LinkedIn or Facebook, but uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what I mainly see is people talking about. Uh, I'll say they approach it as human rights issues, right. but I think it's more of human privileges issues. Okay, can you please like, define human rights and human privileges for me? So actually, I just made up the term human privilege last night. So I'm <laughs> not sure it. if anyone else has come up with it. But I what I mean it. by that is, uh, it would be a privilege to enter Japan during Corona, yeah. but the Japanese government. Uh, did not give us that privilege but what's happening to the Uyghurs where let's say they're being forced to re-education camps uh, I'm not sure if the violence issue is happening but you know if that is happening you know that's real human right abuses where it's uh, uh, I wouldn't say limiting your freedom but I would say causing physical harm to you and like uh, real psychological damage and you have uh no way to avoid it mm. definitely it's um i guess people by nature are just drawn to issues that affect them personally and they ignore whatever's happening in the background um yeah and i how... think there's a uh, yeah please go I ahead think there's a little bit of self-centeredness in it mm-hmm. a little bit mm-hmm. of ego right uh, i think when we were talking last week i think uh you mentioned the term virtue signaling yes i did <laughs> and, uh, so that's why i kind of think and feel that uh, sometimes if you have no cause uh you can protect yourself from virtue signaling and uh leave the way for causes that actually need attention that mm-hmm. are human rights abuses as opposed to privilege Definitely. If I was playing devil's advocate, I would be like, well, Tyson, you know, I believe whatever me not entering Japan during Corona is a major issue, you know, because I'm being my rights are being violated or whatever. How can we distinguish a, a minor problem and a major one? Like, how can you tell which one is a major problem? Which one is a minor one? I'll say I don't have the answer. And this is just uh, I'm not. I guess just my personal thoughts is uh, mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. Uh, people are experiencing violence. Right. Like physical, uh, physical violence. Yeah. Right. Like where their lives are in danger. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. It's, um, I, I think for us, it's very important to define, you know, what a minor problem, a major one is. 
because people usually live in their subjective minds, right? Mm. And in and their subjective might... perspectives, they're like, well, this is major for me. I don't know about this, right? Yeah, and I think it's, let's see, for many people's case, it's the absence mm-hmm. of physical danger. Right. That kind of turns you into a douchebag. Mm-hmm. And what I mean 100%. by douchebag is uh, there are cases of people experiencing physical danger, mm-hmm. death, but uh, because you're not experiencing it, mm-hmm. your brain's trying to find some alternative mm-hmm. to fill in that gap. And uh, maybe because you're bored in life or a uh, multitude of other reasons, uh, projection, let's say your attention is going to minor issues and uh, it and your brain kind of turns it into a cata- I don't know cataclysmic catastrophic right uh, it over inflates the importance of that issue and I think that happens often when uh, you put yourself at the center of the world mm. it's easy to fall into that trap 100% why do you think that is why do you think that is because i feel like a lot of people um when they come from very difficult countries like countries that have really bad situations like i think you're yeah like your family right they're they're more grateful for the things that they have but people who come from like very good countries first world countries they just create problems in their head and they start messing things up distracting yeah like, why do you think that is? Hmm. I think that's a very, very good question. Hmm. That is actually a very good question. Take your uh, time, man. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think there's a lot, a lot of reasons. Uh, I think there's something I definitely would uh, need to think more about. And uh, whatever I say now, it's just a very limited answer because this is such a wide-ranging answer but right uh, right for some people i would say it's uh boredom Mm -hmm. Uh, for other people it would probably be uh actually sorry i had to take the boredom back my assumption would be that uh, you do not feel you are living your life in a way that is benefiting other people and you try to fulfill that need through uh, causes Mm -hmm. and uh, but what often happens is when you especially have a situation that's trending it's easy to jump on the bandwagon because you won't experience resistance from other people because it's trending Right. So it's easy to dive into. There's a lot of uh, information on supposedly re- respected sources. But if you really want to dive into uh, real big issues, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. the Vigar case, right? it's hard to find good information. Right. And uh, a lot of times you don't know who you can trust. Mm-hmm. So I feel the complexity of uh, putting your, wrapping your mind around the really hard issues um, is uh, time consuming. And because of that, people like to jump and let's say you won't and you experience a lot of resistance. Probably people around you will be like, you know, stop being a negative Nancy. Sure, or like, uh, 
people and say, we don't need none of that negativity in here. Exactly, or party pooper or whatever. Yeah, don't be such a party pooper. Mm-hmm. So um, because of that, I feel a lot of people uh, don't have the courage to mm-hmm. bring up these really big issues and mm-hmm. jump on the mm-hmm. trending issues, like, you know, right. like the, the Mori case. Um, right. I think before that was the foreign immigration. Yes. And they jump onto these really minor but easy to jump onto. Uh, I don't want to take away from the Mori case. Uh, it is a very important case, but right. compared to like the Uyghurs in China or like the right. Epstein case. Right, 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 right. You know, it's, uh, let's say, obvious human rights versus uh, privileges. Right. Uh, two things, Tyson. Uh, there's one thing that you told me, uh, you know, months ago, maybe like four or five months ago when we had a conversation. And you said that a lot of these political causes that people follow are basically coping mechanisms. You know, because people don't really integrate their shadows or and work on themselves. They project some of those things into like politics or sports or these causes or whatever. And it becomes a coping mechanism. Can you tell me more about this? Because I feel like this is very important. Because a lot of people don't realize this. Yeah, this is, uh, uh, I'll say in my late 20s, early 30s, I was mm-hmm. really passionate about uh, helping people deal with their shadow mm-hmm. and working through it. But uh, the amount of hate I receive through projection, it's uh, actually really scary. So it's, uh, it's a hard topic for me to bring up. And uh, actually in recent years, I've uh, just avoided uh trying to help other people and just focus on my right. work and my family mm-hmm. and friends mm-hmm. but uh, not dodging the question uh, mm-hmm. some examples mm-hmm. would be uh, I'm not trying to, uh, I don't want to... all right so I did say that statement and I do agree with it full-heartedly mm-hmm. but I think good ones are um this kind of a general answer but uh i feel a lot of men mm-hmm. who don't have a good relationship with their japanese wives mm-hmm. are often uh you often see them as being the very vocal ones on like political issues towards foreigners and often my assumption is maybe because you can't solve the issues at home or the commute let's say build the communication to uh, work together once they have a loving friendly relationship you right. focus your attention on the outside world right exactly uh, sorry for kind of dodging uh, uh, there are a couple ones in my mind but uh, mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. think the people who are involved in them are capable of uh, looking within and would be very hostile to me mm-hmm. so uh actually would prefer not to mention them no problem man thank you so much for your answer there's you know no worries um yeah i do agree with you 100 i do believe that um a lot of men in japan who have issues with their wives or they don't really have um a stable or balanced relationship they are the ones who you know are always on linkedin commenting on the mori case or you know when japan closed their borders they were like 
you know, just trolling online. I completely agree with you. Um, let's go back real quick to the Mori case because I believe this is very important. When the Mori case came out for like a week straight, that's all I saw on LinkedIn. Everywhere, uh, yeah, left that, and right. Everyone was going crazy. And like, uh, I think we, everyone is, or I'm, everyone I've ever met is in agreement that the guy shouldn't have been in that position. Right. What he said was idiotic and ridiculous. Yes. yes. Uh, we should get him out of that position as soon as possible. Right. And I'm glad people were able to get him out of power because I think it right. did send a big message. Right. But I also had the thought that like, uh, if women's rights is the most important cause to you, for you, you would actually start addressing the biggest, uh, let's say, violations of women's rights, which would go back to, you know, things like the Epstein case or you right. know, what's happening to the Uyghurs in China. Right, exactly. And so uh, I found it, uh, I'm happy that it had a positive result. But I think, uh, or me personally, I think right. being a consistent person right. is something I aim to be, which is really hard. Right. And what I mean by consistent person is, mm-hmm. if this is your cause, yeah, you need to aim to make the biggest impact on that cause. Correct. And if you're not doing it, then that you're actually not passionate about that cause, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. There's some other issue you're trying to solve. Exactly. Uh, and to explain what I mean by that is uh, the biggest violation violations of women's rights, it's very obvious, mm-hmm. but no one ever talks about it. Right. So uh, me just kind of uh, exploring, being curious, it's uh, so it's obvious that, let's say, the Mori case is not the biggest case. It's right. Mu- I would say it's a very minor compared to what's happening in other places. Right. Uh, you know, at the Arab world as well. Uh, right there's some countries where you know some sure. bad things are happening like, I think, like what do you call that the the mutilation mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but uh like you know people don't really talk about that and so yeah. uh for me it's like okay because logic logically speaking it's very obvious what's the biggest violations exactly or, w- would you agree 100 percent. so um because people aren't facing it mm-hmm why are they not facing it is the right. obvious question right. and so uh that kind of goes back to that question you asked me earlier about uh people replacing uh let's say rather than dealing with the shadow right uh let's say their past let's say right. the trauma they've experienced in the past right 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 they try to focus on um what's it easy to tackle modern issues correct of privilege correct and so uh for me that's the only answer i could come up with why would someone who spouts that they're passionate about women's rights not actually focus on the biggest violations of women's rights? Exactly. hundred percent. I was actually talking to a couple of people who, you know, label the, themselves feminist and they talk about, you know, women's rights in Japan. And they're like, yeah, you know, because women in Japan are oppressed and they send the other. Da, da, da. And I'm like, I get where you're coming from, but you know, how come you never talk about women being raped in concentration camps in Uyghur? Or how come you never talk about, uh, you know, human trafficking? How come is it only the first, for a lack of a better term, the first world problems? 
rather than the really violent and dark shit that's going on in the world. Hmm. So I think, I mean, the cases that they bring up are, I definitely agree with their experience. Mm-hmm. Um, no one will deny that. Right. That uh, right. there are cases, especially in Japan, where uh, there are not equal rights yet or equal opportunities. Right. Uh, we right. all agree on that. Right. Or if you don't agree on it, it's uh, you know, like the more case. So we all agree on that. But right. at the same time, uh, what uh, I guess my my way of saying it is, uh, if you deal with your shadow, you often become a real humanitarian. Mm-hmm. Meaning, uh, you can. Uh, this is kind of uh, esoteric, but you okay. can really connect with the world. Okay. And see yourself as. Uh, a part of it as opposed to the center of it i love that and so uh yeah i don't want to die. all right so uh, i know you had another guest who talked about shadow work uh i've done yeah. extensive shadow work myself right right exactly but, uh the main reason for that was uh it kind of mm-hmm. comes back to a similar of having no cause it's uh mm-hmm. rather than trying to help other people the focus was on helping myself first because if you can't help yourself first, you often can't help other people. Mm-hmm. Or uh, another way of phrasing it is, uh, if you don't help yourself first, you'll often misinterpret how to help other people. Mm-hmm. Can you give me some examples? Ah, gotcha, yeah. So in some cases, like... Uh, In, uh, so one case is uh, giving people free money right like it sounds good on paper mm-hmm. uh, and it will definitely help some people in the short term yeah yeah in the short term but uh, I'll say the people do need it but oftentimes sure. uh, that's kind of like uh, let's say instead of teaching a person how to fish you give them right. a fish correct famous. correct so it's uh it sounds good on paper. The person who receives it is happy, but you don't address the core issue. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, what's it? You actually don't help the person in the long run. Right. Obviously, by not giving the money, you may not be helping the person in the long run. Right. Which uh, some people might come with a counter. But the point is, rather than focusing on that, it's focusing how can we actually solve the problem. Exactly. Because in some cases, uh, oh, never mind. I think I answered that well. Okay. Perfect. 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 It's um. Yeah, I, I feel like usually, um, people who have these causes, you know, they want to help people, equality, inclusion, all, and all these things. They definitely have good intentions. But throughout his, history, okay. we've seen that this that this doesn't work. Like we've seen it time and time again, this does not work. Yeah, I actually want to bring that back to you because uh, I think of you've experienced how good intentions destroyed a country. Right. Um, yeah, for me, or it. Yeah, sorry. Please continue. No, I actually want to ask you. Uh, you yeah. know, when you see people, uh, right now there's a genocide happening in your home country right. where you're from 
right and uh people aren't talking about it they're talking about uh more of these uh, privilege issues correct but uh, how does that make you feel well to a certain extent it's um so i i put myself myself in their shoes so i try to empathize with them so for example john was born and raised in america middle class you know he never really had to struggle um it's it's difficult for him to understand the situation that's going on in venezuela so it, it's not that i hate him like oh you don't understand it, it's more like you, you don't know what's going on you've never experienced it so it's difficult for you to understand it um when when i moved to america and then to japan and like you said before you know working in japan being in japan is a privilege and same thing in america being born as an american working living in america is a privilege because then you go to other countries and, and, and you're not you having have... to fight in a war is a privilege yeah not it's, exactly it's an, i'm i'm so happy i don't have to fight in a war exactly exactly but um you know people who were born in these first world countries they they don't know what's going on in their world countries they don't know how bad the situation can get and you know what worries me is people praising systems like socialism communism and you know social justice but these systems always destroy a country and we've seen it time and time again we've seen it in the soviet union in cambodia uh in venezuela in cuba it keeps happening and happening but people keep you know like no we have to help other people we have to give them money because that's the easiest thing to do it's very hard to look at yourself and take personal responsibility and be like damn i need to take control of my life and be better it's is difficult it's just easy to bitch and complain protest and then get some free shit oh yeah i mean it's much easier to bitch and complain than uh or in my case uh, part of my family is uh originally from a third world country but i guess right. southeast asian but uh it's much easier to bitch and complain about a trending topic yeah then talk to my very hostile cousin about the way they live their life yeah yep. where, uh, yeah let's say where let's say society is the problem yeah uh people don't like our race yeah 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 and it's uh let's see uh i've actually cho- i've actually uh made the decision to not try to uh help my cousins and yeah. just let them be on their way that's it and uh and the logic for that was uh obviously I, there's a lot of i need to improve on it right uh, right now because I, i'm working really really hard on the business that sometimes right, i right, right. lose sight of things but right. it's uh if you are such a beacon of uh how to live your life like right. say, i guess people naturally come to you and listen to you exactly so Just i have naturally. one friend i have one friend uh he's uh dan i think a lot of people know him uh, half Japanese Dan older dude but uh he's always cheerful always smiling very at peace at himself and like mm-hmm. uh when you see him just walking around down the street talking to strangers saying hello to kids smiling like uh he's actually really popular like uh let's say sometimes it's hard to even just book him for a chat because uh 
he's such a pleasant person that everyone wants to be around him, listen to what he says, because it seems like he's figured something out. Right. But uh, so I think uh, so. I think that's the unique thing. Uh, sometimes when you hear uh, people are just very, they have they're very strong about their cause. It's uh, it's if oftentimes uh, if people just naturally gravitate to you. Mm-hmm. If uh, you're a beacon of how to live your life. Exactly. Yeah, because you lead by example. You don't have to post on on LinkedIn. Hey guys, this is how you have to live life. It's like, just do it, and people will gravitate towards you. Just lead by example. And uh, I'm not here to uh, knock down on people's causes, right? Because uh, we, let's say, I'm not omniscient. I don't know everything, right? And uh, who am I to be the arbitrator to decide? Uh, what should get attention what should not get attention uh, exactly. I don't have that right exactly. but I think the point that I'm trying to bring up is that uh, your cause which may be very important to you which may be justified in many cases is actually taking attention away from other causes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and in my case by having no cause or what's uh, not talking about my causes publicly, I feel uh, I can bring more attention to those causes. But I feel if you bring up your calls, you also at the same time have to accept responsibility for taking away from other causes. Right. So I'm not. I'm not saying that uh, you're guilty of what's happening right. to speakers in China. Exactly. Exactly. But your actions is. You're not causing it, right? But uh, you are distracting, right? From it, right? You're taking away from it, right? And uh, let's see, if that doesn't impact you, if that doesn't hit you like sledgehammer right now, that means that you really need to reflect mm-hmm. on, uh, let's say, I guess kind of your priorities and but like why you do what you do. Exactly. If that doesn't impact you, like you posting about that foreign immigration thing right took away a post for the Uyghur case right and if that doesn't hit you then uh i think you're in you're insensitive actually right right like right, when right, i right. hear that for me that's that's so sad mm-hmm. that's so sad that uh, these people are continuing to suffer it's horrible but attention's not being brought to it right 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 it's um if that doesn't impact you uh i think you really need to look at yourself because uh there's some detachment in exactly there exactly do you think it's more of a of a collective detachment going on because for example let's say um i post something about venezuela or about uyghur what's going on in uyghur and on linkedin and i'm gonna get i don't know dude 10 interactions and one comment like yeah pray for venezuela but then this guy be like oh i'm a black guy and no one sitting next to me on the train and he gets like five thousand likes 200 comments and i'm like is there something going on in society like are we collectively detached from these things i think my personal thought is uh 
detachment is one angle the other angle is um acceptance mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it's the fear of not being accepted and so uh because their desire is to be accepted or that's one case so i think one is detachment one is accepted the other one is uh, they generally uh in some cases they might have had a friend maybe of that race who experienced the same situation experienced their pain empathize with that friend's pain right and so it's a very prevalent issue for them exactly exactly um i was asking you because not only online but i also saw it you know in my career in japan um when i was working as an english teacher 99.9% of the teachers when we got together all they did was bitch about Japan you know like Japan sucks it's racist it's xenophobic this and that and the other and then they ask me like oh have you ever experienced this and I'm like nah bro I'm happy just to be here and I'm grateful for everything you know but my, th that's my question is like what what makes our society so one for in one hand focus on petty things if you compare them to something happening in Uyghur in Venezuela I think it's quite petty and the other one is why do we focus so much on the negative stuff instead of being grateful for for what we have I think when it comes back to that acceptance again where uh acceptance in the sense that uh if you don't accept yourself you need acceptance right. from others right and so in that situation uh which you're talking about which is actually my company it's uh because you don't accept yourself and let's say the group is talking about that you want to be accepted by the group right and uh you will kind of essentially uh i think that your empathy our sympathy in that situation is is focused on the group mm. as opposed to uh let's say humanity as a whole right so it goes back to that kind of tribalism mm -hmm. nature of humans mm -hmm. <laughs> Sorry, my daughter's playing hide and seek right now. no worries <laughs> man no worries It's all I just good. see her little head just pop out <laughs> But, I uh, love that <laughs> It's, yeah, I think it comes back to that tribalism and let's say the fear of not being accepted is, I think there's most, there's a lot of reasons, but I think that's a big one. And the other one is not accepting yourself, which I'm guilty of all the time as well. But right. if you accept yourself, you don't need acceptance from others right. and you can approach things from a broad perspective. But because you're looking for acceptance, mm -hmm. you start to focus narrowly on your tribe. Exactly. So what what can I do as an individual to improve the situation? Should I stand up to the group and be like, nah, you should look at things differently. Like, what can I do as an individual? There's multiple things you can do. Um, or in my case, uh, I usually don't surround or I don't surround myself with people who talk about right. solvable issues and don't solve it. 
Right. And the second one is uh, I personally don't uh, build friendships. Like, you know, real friendships, not basic relationships. Right. Right, right, right. With people who don't, uh, who can't handle my radical honesty. Right. And、uh, radical in the sense that it's actually not radical, it's honest. Yeah. And, and the third, sorry, what was the question again? So, you know, you're giving all these awesome advice and these great,、uh, you know, views on things, but. Um, for me, it's very important to have a, a, a practical plan of action for me as an individual to, oh, you know, I, I see that people are, are taking attention away from these causes. What can I do as an individual to help this situation, to make these huge problems have more of the spotlight? Ah, gotcha. So I, actually, I just thought of one really simple one. It's.、Uh, mm-hmm. If you see someone bring up an issue, rather than、uh, liking it, just send them a DM directly. Right. And if you really want to help that person out, why don't you reach out to them directly? Right. Why does it have to be a public like, which、uh, affects the algorithm? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Okay. That might actually, or let's say, You might actually be the one who might be able to help that person, or、uh, maybe that person wants to have a conversation on the topic.、Mm-hmm. Definitely. You were talking about,、um, how would you say, you're, you're, the brutal honesty that you have. And I believe that we need that nowadays. We need people to be brutally honest with each other in order for us to improve things as human beings. So, should I, because for me, that's very important, should I develop a tough, Tougher skin? Should I like?、Uh, I gotcha. What What can I do in order? Because for me,、um, I I do understand what you're saying. Like, oh, I don't associate with, with people that cannot handle it. But at the same time, I'm like, if I'm not honest and I don't try to improve the situation, the thing that that thing that's、uh, going on gotcha. in Venezuela might happen here. So I kind of feel like I have a responsibility to be the honest person. To be the devil's advocate. Yeah, that's a really tricky situation. And I think in、uh, your, your case,、uh, you have a lot of,、uh, you've experienced it. So I think you have a cause that's easy to back up, as opposed to、uh, if I were to talk about the Venezuela case,、right. it's、uh, people can easily discredit me in the sense、right. of like, How do you know? You know you're not Venezuelan, you don't speak、right. Spanish, you、right. don't live there. You've never...、right. So I think、uh, in that case, I think because you're directly connected to it, was that you're probably one of the limited people who could effectively bring up the situation.、Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think this is the right answer. It is an answer.、Mm-hmm. My personal、mm-hmm. thought is、uh, for me, I simply want to focus on my family. Right.、Um, my work and friends.、Mm-hmm. So, for that reason, instead of having a cause that's external, you know, it's, it's hard just to have a good relationship with family. Right. Right. And friends,、uh, but at work. So, in my case,、uh, I just narrowed down my focus to work and family. Got it. And by doing that, I don't 
I would say, in my case, firstly, the best I can do is not create distraction. Right. Mm-hmm. Which opens the door for, you know, people like you, Angel, who actually have a cause that is worth solving right now. Or it needs, or reduced human suffering. It's, you know, it's probably one of the top 10, 20 in the world. Perfect. Let me see here. All right. So to end this episode, I would like to ask you, what would you like to say to our audience? What is the message that you want to tell everyone? Uh, my main message is your intentions are good the causes you want to solve often should be solved Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. they're very important to solve right right but before you post a like to create engagement or post something sometimes you should reflect on uh do i deserve the attention right could i actually be distracting from another cause or when I'm researching into this trending cause, maybe I could use that time to look into more important or other causes that maybe aren't trending. So I'm not telling people the way they should lead their life. It's just to consider uh, the implications of your actions. Exactly. I actually have a very awesome question. Um, How can we use our companies and our marketing power to help these situations. And I tell you because a lot of the times we have companies like Nike, like Disney, who are very successful, who are very woke, and they use their marketing to help social issues. But in the other hand, they, you know, have like, you know, child labor issues in China. Or, or they support their regime going on over there. They have these like double narratives. So how can we use our company to like really help bring these issues in the spotlight instead of just virtue signaling that we have a diverse team, you know, like. Gotcha. This is actually, that is a very interesting question. It's, uh, I'll say, I'll answer it in two different ways. Okay. uh, During uh, my main business is uh, in-person business. Right. which is affected by corona mm-hmm. so my cause right now is keep people employed mm-hmm. it's very simple mm-hmm. it's uh, not there's none of these other social causes it's keep people employed keep people fed right so it's very simple for me based mm-hmm. on the situation I'm in right but I would say outside of of that it's uh I would say it's probably just investing in the development of your people uh, rather than focusing on uh, looking good. It's let's say, is your staff members uh, growing? Right. Uh, do they have time to take off? Can they take a vacation? Right. And I think just focusing on simple things like that, where uh, people will have, uh, let's say, people, there'll be more companies uh investing to their development of their people right uh, like career growth but also like uh personal growth right 
Right. Yeah, see, the personal growth on it, that's, I mean, that's a whole chat in itself. Definitely, definitely. But I think it's simply uh, people want to grow in their career. All right, this is what I think all companies should do. It's uh, people want to grow in their career. So there should be a career path and resources and support to help people develop that. If you have that, you can kind of focus on other areas. Mm-hmm. But for me, I haven't thought about those other areas yet. I think just getting that career path and training your staff and providing the support they need. That's, I don't I think probably 80, 90% of companies aren't doing that already. Right. So sorry, I don't have the, the answer to that. I think that's, uh, it's a question I'll have to answer in the future. But uh, yeah, things like, uh, like uh, equal representation, or um, actually, we are—we actually are equal. I'd say we're pretty diverse. Oh yeah, actually, we're probably one. Yeah, we're one of the micro, oh, yeah. uh, Just to let people know out there, I, my company is uh, very likely more diverse than yours. Oh uh, yeah, I don't brag. Up, I don't brag about it. I'd make it issue, but uh, yeah, right now be. It's uh, it's not a cause for us, but it ha- it's uh, it happens. It's weird to say, but it happens naturally just because of who we are as people. Exactly, like exactly. Uh, it it is a cause for us internally, but we mm-hmm. don't uh, talk about it externally. Exactly. But uh, yeah, the Nike one's a tricky one because uh, yeah, there there's definitely double standards there, and y- you know it's uh. Let's say it sounds. Are the people who come up with it maybe genuine? But sure. Let's say if they were genuine about it, they would resolve the other issues first. Definitely. Or it's kind of like uh, I think my friend put it a good way. Uh, uh, my friend was telling me this issue. Like uh, his company was talking about diversity, equality. Right. Right. Then he asked them. It's like, okay, so why do the employees in America make more than those in Japan? Okay. Then the other one is, uh, you know, how about the like people in different countries? Right. Like, uh, are they getting a rel- like compared to us? Are they giving like a relative equal ratio? Right. Not equal pay, but you know, equal ratio. Right. So like, yeah, just go to ask like Google, like you know, are you paying the people in India the same? Right. Actually. Angel, can we edit this part and I want to restate it? Yeah, sure. My friend might get upset. <laughs> no worries. So I'll go again. Yeah. My friend told me this interesting story, but uh, in the company he worked for, uh, the company has talked a lot about diversity. Yeah. Equality. Yeah. And he brought the question to them. So why yeah. do you pay the staff in America more than those in Japan? love that <laughs> then uh, it actually brings up a good question like you know uh, companies that talk about equality and diversity it's uh, obviously I'm not talking equal pay right but uh, like you know your employees in other countries do you give them uh, based on what do you call that standard of living or like yeah yeah need to live? Like, right are standard you actually, of living are you actually giving equality or do you have equality you know like uh, in your offices in foreign countries right 
So it's uh, so I think it's uh, I've been con- kind of sus- I think it's unfortunate, but when a company talks about equality, diversity, I'm suspicious. Oh like, yeah. For me, my initial thought is this is just PR. It's it's PR, a hundred percent. I feel like and a lot of these companies don't believe in these issues. They 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 just virtue signal because, yeah. for example, Disney, the new Pixar film, they had a scene uh, where they introduce a gay couple, right? For America, of course, they're gonna play it, but for the Middle East, they're gonna remove that shit. So they don't really believe in equality. They believe yeah, they in, in in the process. power of money. Same thing with uh, Star Wars. One of the main characters is black. In the in American poster, he's huge, but in the Chinese posters, he's very little. The poster for Black Panther in America, the guy doesn't have a mask. You can clearly see he's African American. In the Chinese poster, he's wearing a mask. Oh wow, I didn't know that, but that's very hypocritical. It's super and, hypocritical, and it kind of comes back to this initial. My initial premise is if you're not promoting your cause, right? You know, the companies that are really about diversity and equality, mm-hmm. you're stealing ten- attention away from them. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. That's uh that's one of the things that I really loved about One Coin English is you guys are very diverse, but you don't actually talk about it. You just show it. And people know you lead by example. You're not promoting like, oh, we're super diverse and blah blah blah. Yeah, like, yep. I mean, we obviously we mentioned uh, we have people from a lot of countries, but it's uh, let's say it's not virtue signaling. Yeah, it's not virtue signaling. It's more uh, this is who we are. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Um, okay, Tyson. I feel like we cover all the topics that we did. Uh, that we were going to talk about. I feel like we there's room for a bigger conversation. Um, we can definitely do another episode next time. Um, let me see here. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. To, I'm actually curious to hear more of your thoughts in the future. Definitely. Because, uh, you actually have a cause that's very important. Yeah, definitely. Um, Oh yeah, no worries. We can definitely schedule another episode and I'll bring you back as a guest. Uh, always, you know, super honored to have you here to listen to your That's thoughts and your views are awesome, man. Uh, guys, thanks so much for joining our episode for today. I hope you have an amazing night and Tyson, thank you for coming, man. I appreciate it. Cool. Thanks for having me. Uh, and everyone who's listened to the end, I appreciate you listening to the end. Uh, it's uh, This is a hard topic that's new for me, so all my thoughts aren't completely formulated. But I appreciate uh, your curiosity and uh, hope that uh, you can find a cause that's worth solving or uh, focus within as well. 100%. All right, guys. We'll see you in another episode of Insomnia.